0: Hello, welcome to Circuit and Gear, a podcast where we discuss scenic automation and other interesting tech. I'm Gareth Connor, and I'm Mike Wade. Mike, it's been a quick five months since our last podcast. Yeah, yeah, who's counting?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Several of you. Yes, more more than one.
0: <laughs> it has been a bizarrely busy five months, and yeah. uh, it has. Uh, it's not for lack of love that we haven't been recording these podcasts. It's just been a little crazy around these parts. So uh, with the first time to kind of come up for breath in a few, in a little whiles. In about five months, I would say. five months. <laughs> 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 not to put too fine a point on it. <laughs> thought we'd uh, get back here. And uh, it was a little bit of a trip down memory lane trying to rewind the clock and think, well, what did we talk about last time we recorded? Yeah. And what did we think that we were going to talk about the
1: next time when we were so young and optimistic that we were going to do another podcast
0: in like four weeks? And how certain were we of our choices back then? And how did it all turn out? Oh, <laughs> well, what oh, was <woe> me? <laughs> some good, some not as good, you know. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. Well, this is our time to bear our souls. So, mm-hmm. um, just walking down our list so we've made a big list uh, where we've actually, we stopped making the list. There is more to talk about which we'll have to catch up on, on the next episode. The next we, episode. we got a big backlog here yeah. stuff to, to discuss. So the good news uh. is there's plenty of things, plenty of humorous <laughs> automation anecdotes to oh. dig into. And some, some just sad, some just sad, some
2: yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> Oh yes. Plenty, of, <laughs> plenty of that as well. I know not what you were speaking of. (laughs) Um, So the first one, though, on the list is uh, we did a job. uh, Kind of squeezed in between a lot of other big jobs. Uh, It wasn't kind of. It was definitely squeezed in. It It was was shoehorned in. Jammed right in the middle. Yep. Uh, For ESPN, we did a, uh, for the new ACCN network, um, the gig was basically that they had a, a set where the robotic cameras could not make it from one shot to the other shot in the time it takes for a commercial break. So what they wanted to do is plant a couple of cameras inside some scenic elements and then have those scenic elements have trapdoors in them. Pop the trapdoors, pop up the cameras and, uh, during the commercial break so that they could take the shot on the couch or whatever. Yeah. Bob's like, your uncle. Yeah. TV's made. Boom. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> um, and we said, sure, of course. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Sounds simple. Yes, not a big deal. No problem. <laughs> <laughs> no problem. Uh trapdoors. Uh and also of course there was not as much height in the they had to be telescoping. They're it was like a two stage telescopic lift. Um and it's a camera on a XYZ or whatever, not XYZ, uh PTZ. P T Z, yeah. Yeah, pan-tilt zoom. Um, mount. So it's got to be able to swing around and not shake, right? So it had to be a fairly stout telescoping lift thing. Um, it didn't take us too long to kind of wring out what mechanically we wanted to do. Um, not that it went, you know, not that we didn't have some trial and error and prototyping and stuff, but we we just overbuilt it, right? We just put big ass uh, <laughs> go, go ahead. <laughs> I was going to say, Us? Over build it? <laughs> if you can lift it, we didn't build it. I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> Where the weight goes in before the name goes on. Um, ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, that takes me back. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, we put some uh, THK rail on there. Um, nice and stout. We did screwdriver. Oh, actually, I'd forgotten about this until just now. <laughs> but with the, the cameras, uh, they're on fancy mounts. The fancy mounts are very expensive. They're all like you know, remotely controlled automated mounts. But the, the, the lens was like, I don't know, $40,000. Yeah, the lens was just outrageous amounts of money. You were like, excuse what? <laughs> yeah. Like not the, not just the camera, no. the lens, just the lens. And then the camera body and then the mount. So I had a little bit of a, uh, anxiety about dropping the things. Um, and like if, cause originally we were going to do just like belt drive two stage, thing and then you get into brakes and what if the brakes break and what if the brakes don't work right what if the brake sequencing is poor and smash yeah <laughs> 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 exactly. oh wait do we have a do we have a crash sound oh, no, oh those it's are crickets. crickets oh wow well. oh. uh, my handwriting sucks um we'll have to get a crash down next time but yeah if it it crashes uh you know then our liability insurance goes through the roof and we go out of business so the um oh also like so many of these jobs there was not a whole lot of time uh there was there was
1: almost negative time almost
0: negative time so trying to find servo servo motors of the size we wanted with brakes in them was uh, nigh impossible. It was nigh impossible. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I was like, let's just do it. Screw drive with <laughs> Acme screws, like highly inefficient Acme screws that can hold it up. And, uh, even if the motor dies, whatever, like yeah. it's not going anywhere. Cause it's just on a screw. Yeah. So pretty awesome. That was good. Um, but we want to do it back off because, um, cause we, we go ahead. Yeah. Well, because you
1: know, that's definitely the cheapest way to do it.
0: Yeah, we're looking to save money, and we're like, <laughs> like nailed it. Do you have anything German? <laughs> uh-huh. I'd like to order off menu if you would yeah. mind. Um, yeah. So uh, yeah, no, but we're obviously exploring the back off stuff for some of the uh, some of our stock products. And trying to use these custom jobs to get our feet wet and see how we like it. Um, so that's one aspect of it. But then the other thing was that they wanted us to integrate it. Well, originally, <laughs> what they asked for on the bid was to be able to trigger it remotely from a lighting console with just like a go signal, which was like super easy. And then, <laughs> and then after we got the job, they're like, but actually it would be super cool is if you guys could um, interface it to our robotic camera controller and uh, (laughs) yeah, just, um, just make the same, same. I mean, it's basically whatever. Yeah. Um, And it had an undocumented proprietary (laughs) network protocol. Um, So yeah, that's, that's all good. So that took a long time to ring out, but anyway, the, but the back off stuff was cool because then we could um, develop that software and get some practice doing those things of uh, you know making a making a little C sharp program that hung on the network and listened to this TCP IP protocol uh, and then pass stuff down into the Beckhoff PLC layer um, and that's you know all kind of interesting to us as we look at how we might make a stage hand with a Beckhoff controller um, and in the end that all worked actually pretty cool um, we did do it. It, the, we made these little trap doors that, with mechanical linkages. We made these little lifts with mechanical linkages. They were both run on uh, – both of those axes were run on, on back-off servos connected to a back-off master, and then it was kind of times two. So there was two yeah. of these units. Um, and I
1: mean, Mystic built the scenery, so they built the boxes, the pretty boxes around
0: the mechanics. Yeah. <laughs> yep, they did. Yeah. Yes, they did. And, uh, and they were pretty jammed up too. Like the yep. whole thing was – timing was tough timing was tough but um, ultimately uh, Christian did all of the back off programming on it and he got a lot of reps in on how that architecture might look uh, for our future yeah. yeah and he got some he got some time out of the shop too <laughs> he did he <laughs> got some time during the installation and then he got some time some when it shooting. didn't work <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh, <laughs> i mean it did work pretty well except when it didn't except when it didn't and then and then that requires somebody to go back down there and uh... yeah. and it, in the end i think ultimately the and for some reason the c-sharp program that's like running the socket communication layer um on one of the units was occasionally hanging just done yeah and i'm you know, it's hard to impress upon the audience just how difficult difficult it is to try and troubleshoot that that stuff remotely when you have absolutely none of that gear anymore, right? Like when you're no longer one of the things I love so much about custom work is when you don't have uh you don't have just piles of the gear sitting around like you do in our normal uh, stock products, right? Where we can test and test and test um, with this stuff we absolutely did not have more of it lying around. So when, when reports started coming in that occasionally they were having problems with this thing, um, Christian, you know, had a few, (laughs) few things to try. And then eventually (laughs) just had to go down there and sit, uh, in the studio and wait for it to break. And then, um, came up with a clever fix, which is just basically re checking every few seconds, whether the thing is running or not. And if it's not running, kick it off again like start it up <laughs> it's like it's like the like a 1990s web server <laughs> are you working are you working, you working? Are you working? no <laughs> all right reboot <laughs> um, it doesn't reboot the whole system it just you know, reruns the application but for this one that's uh, i think probably about as good as it's gonna get yeah i mean i think that was a great that was a great answer to yeah not
1: have a you know to not have a hung failure that but right. then the the camera operators who aren't in the room yeah. can't yep. fix.
0: Yeah. So Yeah. And ultimately without brakes on that thing, there is still a mechanical mechanical backup. Like you can pull open the trapdoors and then I machined a little hex yeah. <laughs> on, on the top <laughs> of the uh, the lead screws so you can just yeah. put a 916 socket on it and drive and, the thing up and they've done they did that at least once they did after making fun mm-hmm. of me for doing it yeah yeah they're uh, like at that point we'll just get a different camera i'm like well suit yourself okay and then the camera te- <laughs> <laughs> and then the studio techs were like oh yeah we've totally used that like when when this thing is crashed we have uh yep yeah we can't mm-hmm. connect we just yeah we get a drill out and drive that thing up that's not the end goal obviously but i just thought like hey why not have a manual backup backup Cool. Um next topic was the Spotline Mini. So when mm-hmm. we last talked, about it, we were still pretty uh primordial in our Spotline Mini uh, whatever design phase design path. Yeah, yeah, it was yeah, we weren't quite there. We were there were lots of
1: discussion points.
0: Yeah. Like. Yep. One of them was the safety module. Yeah, cuz we were going to try using a programmable safety module to do things like uh, overspeed detection and
1: cross groove and ultimate limits. Right. How can we get all those into the, well, off of the stage hand card, off of the stage hand card we and have,
0: add some more and out of the drive and out of the drive. Right. Yeah. Just to offboard all of it. Right. Into something that's like safety rated design for the task, all that good stuff. <laughs> and so we were looking at the Schneider Preventa modules cause I was, Pretty high on life on the Schneider stuff. and uh, I mean, we've been using them for a while. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they're pretty cool. Yeah, yeah. But guess what happened? We couldn't get them. <laughs> <laughs> no, we could not. Not in the time frame yeah. we needed to. Yeah, not in the time frame. I mean, to be specific about it. it was I mean, there, like, was, there was loads of them in France, yeah. so I'm told. They're big in France. Big in France. Um, big in Asia. But the... Yeah. Uh, so we couldn't get them (laughs) after we'd just gone through this process of securing the servos which we ended up using for the drivetrain we're like sweet and then we'll just pick up some of those programmable preventive modules and they're like oh about that yeah yeah. we should uh hey can i just stop by for a visit maybe (laughs) let's really dig into this issue oh no 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 no." i know where this is going (laughs) if you can't type it in an email it's bad (laughs) Why are you calling me from your cell phone? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't want to write this down. <laughs> shred the evidence. Yeah. So we ended up with uh sick uh, safety controllers, which are, you know, well known and loved as well. Yeah. Um, actually probably better, well loved and better known than the Schneider stuff. Um, And they had them, they could get them like within a couple of days. Right. They had right. them all in stock. Well, they had much of it in stock they shipped they shipped it all and some of it even had all the parts (laughs) but barring those and you are getting picky
1: (laughs) this is really unacceptable you want it in stock and then you want all the things delivered and then
0: you want all the parts on all the things and they're really persnickety about those safety modules like this doesn't have all the chips in it like just let it run anyway what's the big deal Turns out that's a big deal. Turns out it's a big deal. <laughs> Turns out there, yeah, they say those re- they say those things for a reason. Yep. Yeah. Like it's it's got to be really the, the hardware is all got to be there. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> but the 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 sick module actually had a couple of interesting features as well, which was um, on that. One of the big features that we wanted it for was—I so, <laughs> just dropped this phone. I, I, I just—I okay.
1: mean, admitted, admittedly, kind of threw it right at the <laughs> table as I was trying to untwist the
0: cable. So I'm—it's going great. Okay, good. It's going good, 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 good. <laughs> um, but one of the big features we wanted out of that was uh, overspeed detection. Yeah, getting our overspeed into. And so we were talking about putting well. We weren't just talking about it. We actually did it. We put a uh, drum side encoder as well as a motor side encoder on the machine. And the SICK module, has, unlike the preventive module, has dual encoder input. So you can put two encoders in and you can program one to be the overspeed detection. So you can say this one can only go X fast. Yeah. Or, and you can do speed differential between them so you can say like if this one's running at 50 percent, that one had better be running at 50 and if the you know and if that's not within a margin of error yeah um, stop stop <laughs> something is wrong <laughs> a chain is broken an encoder is broken something is yeah. bad 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 um so that was pretty cool and then there's some interesting stuff that we we're doing with the with the ultimate limits in the cross groove right
1: yeah so so we're doing so we we added a cross groove detection to the machine which is pretty slick cuz I think that's the I mean I think it's the first one we've got on there. It is. And we prototyped a couple of things and we started out one with a right like a plastic roller. Oh yes. And um and that was nice and quiet.
0: <laughs> but maybe just a little too compliant. A little a little bendy. Yeah, like like it didn't it didn't like it didn't work. Yeah, like you could cross <laughs> groove, and the roller would just bend out of the yeah. way, but it wouldn't because the the mechanism is basically a conveyor roller acting as the pinch roller on the drums, and it's two spring loaded arms, and those arms are being watched by a couple of limit switches. Of limit switches yeah, and um, and then we swap back to the to the steel, steel. and uh, and it worked like a charm. It doesn't bend as much as the plastic. Imagine that. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, surprising.
1: Yeah, I mean, who, who would? Yeah, not me. I mean, thought the plastic was perfect. Um, it is. So, it is cheaper. It, <laughs> so, yeah, but it doesn't work. So, it does not work. Yeah. Trade offs. Trade offs. Yeah. Um, but, but so we're, we're doing cross groove detection through the sick modules too. And so, uh, in this case, we're throwing an ultimate limit. That's weird. Why are we doing that? Well, because we had no other path. Oh. <laughs> Until we were talking about it. Yesterday, oh, well, and they were like, "Oh well, maybe there is a thing in there we could have." It's yeah. ultimate limit.
0: We're just throwing the ultimate. <laughs> yeah, because we're f- battling how many inputs we have into our stage hand card, and the only ones we have exposed and programmed for are the two limits, e stop, and um, ultimate limit. So forward, reverse, yeah. ultimate, and then e stop. I think that's it for input. No drive, drive fault, drive fault. Yeah. <laughs> And break fault. And break fault. Um, yeah, something. I should probably have, like, documentation in front of me. But that's, yeah. yeah. But I mean, in my case, there's there's somebody. only X number of inputs into the card. Except, of course, that I'm <laughs> looking at the diagrams. <laughs> literally yesterday on the phone together, yeah. it's like, oh, yeah, there's yeah, still aux, aux 1, one and aux, aux 2 that we had broken out years ago when we designed this card. Like, yeah. don't know what we're using these for, but let's just get them out into connectors. Still there still sitting there so we yeah. could have actually but they're not programmed they yeah I mean it's right. not a perfect it's not perfect
1: uh, because they aren't they are programmed but we're getting that so we're ki- yeah. we're kicking the ultimate limit on the card and showing an ultimate limit in spike mark right um, but the safety module still stops the motor right the it's safety <laughs> module stops everything yeah right so we're throwing the ultimate limit so through you get the safety feedback
0: module. back mm-hmm. to the user yeah yeah
1: and um uh And if we kick that cross groove, we have to go to the machine. Right. And
0: restore. Right. Which Um, you can do by pressing, there's an ultimate limit override button. Override button. And then once you press that, what if you're cross grooved, I guess you can move. So if you're just cross grooved,
1: you can move forward or reverse. Okay. From there. But again, on the safety module front, we have a forward and a reverse ultimate limit which on our stagehand pros, we actually have those in series. So if we yeah. hit one of them, you're just an ultimate limit. You're just an ultimate limit. Yeah. Um, but with the sick module in there, we can, if we hit one of them, doesn't really matter which one we're going to go into an ultimate limit in spike mark and on the stagehand card can hit the ultimate limit override. But because the sick module is so stinking smart, it'll only allow motion in the opposite
0: direction of the, of the, of the limit switch that's triggered which is pretty awesome which is so cool yeah so you because right now like on the, like you said on the pros like if you hit ultimate limit override we're literally just shorting those yeah you can connection keep
1: going right into that ultimate limit yeah if you, need you can to. drive through it right
0: <laughs> <laughs> but on the spotlight mini it pr- yeah it's it will help save you from yourself
1: yeah it. it's um, pretty cool and that's i mean that's pretty slick but it's also a big change conceptually from what it is from what we have done in the past for like the last seven years, seven six years, yeah, something like that. Yeah. Um, yeah. Six or seven years. Yeah. And so, you know, so I think some institutional <laughs> <laughs> challenges, well, we had to make a little truth table. <laughs> we made a truth table and there were still some challenges. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, it was a, it yeah. was funny. Um, but they're really cool. And using those, using that safety module is so slick. Like there was some programming time and some stuff, but like, but it didn't, from my perspective, it didn't seem like it was all that tragic. Like we got it in there and things were working and yeah. And that was, and so now we're doing a pretty good job. Yeah. Of identifying problems and stopping them. Yeah.
0: No, I think it's really cool. And then it gets us, as we discussed on the last episode, for those of you who were born then, um, the, <laughs> <laughs> the the uh, it allows la- gives us greater freedom on the drive side because we are no longer relying on the drive to detect overspeed. We're no longer relying on all these fancy features, which aren't really technically safety rated on those on those drives. Yeah, um, and instead doing them through the safety module, and which means too that we can get to a well there's an option to get to cheaper drives but there's also the option of just using dumber control methods on the drives which are less finicky less finicky oh my goodness (laughs) yeah which we have some we have some more talking about coming up um last few things i wanted to mention about the Spotline mini one was the uh we did land on the servos we went Lexium 32 on the servos in there, two twenty single phase. It's like a one point one kW servo. I want to say yeah, something like that. Yeah, it's pretty. It's pretty awesome, and it's pretty tiny. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and I think that this first iteration, you know, I, I took a lot of flack in the shop because this was all my mechanical design on it. But the um, the electrical box is, <laughs> hangs off the end, and it's a little deep because we have those Lexium thirty twos are not petite one might say and we didn't as as is a theme on this show there was not a lot of time right so we didn't yeah. make a terribly fancy electrical box um it's just a giant you know shoe box on the end basically so i think you know if, when we take another pass through before the next big production run we'll probably tighten some things up and get them even more compact yeah. and smaller um but the thing that I am really pleased with was like how freaking fast those things went together. Like, Oh my gosh. Cause we had to jam 16 of them out in a very short amount of time. Yeah. And they, we did them in a f- few days.
1: I mean, yeah, <laughs> it was not, it was super fast. Once we had all the parts, I mean, we used, we used our, we used our pretty awesome laser to do a bunch of prototyping and cutting of plates and cutting of right. box faces and backs and,
0: we, and we used the CNC router to do wooden mock ups. Yeah. 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 We were using
1: all the all, all the, the things. All the
0: mechanical tools that we could And, <laughs> and, all and the then machines. actually and then for the final versions, we laser marked all of the uh, end plates, which looks just dope. It's so awesome. <laughs> that laser good. is
1: so fucking cool. <laughs> like yeah. I just like we're like, oh my God, I just like burned I just burned my name into that. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. Exactly. <laughs>
0: Oh, why does it smell so weird in here? I don't know. <laughs>
1: hey, is that on fire? Nah, definitely isn't on fire. Oh, 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 oh that's is- fire.
0: Um, no, but that laser is is yeah, baller. God, and awesome. the in those the anodized aluminum laser marked looks ridiculously cool. Looks so, really awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's, uh, it's, it's And then two twenty single phase is also pretty sweet. It, uh, it's got the blue Nutric, um power cons on them. Yeah, and installed in the theater like in and around all of the wiggle lights. It's pretty dope to be able to just grab power. Yeah, just like 220. Yep. It's all so, right. You know. So the next one on our agenda is we have a uh, we had a large custom mechanical project for uh one of those uh companies out in California uh who we will not name by name. Um but we had to uh, or we got to, I should say, um, make a couple of lifts and sunroofs for them. Yeah, it was cool. I mean, it was really sleek. It was really slick stuff, really slick stuff. Yeah. And the, uh, some of the, well, the way that we originally were approached for the job was they saw some of the, I mean, we had some previous history with, uh, some of the people there, but then the, they saw the, uh, specs on our floor pocket and uh, they're like, oh, we want this floor pocket. This yeah, is this perfect. This is the thing. This is the thing. And like, sweet, sweet, sweet. We'll make you a floor pocket. They're like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Except, except <laughs> <It's> just, <laughs> just like that. Yeah. Only different, only different. Um, which was actually kind of great because yeah. it gave us the chance to um, rethink some of our processes on the floor pocket and, um, and do a lot of cool stuff um, on all the machinery though the stiffest requirement was redundancy 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 uh, like they're going to use these things for some of for some very important events and they cannot tolerate failure so if um they want complete redundancy through the system right so like no motor can conf- no single motor can fail and stop the effect no single controller can stop the effect uh and so on <laughs> right yeah cool and- <laughs> you would like this sounds like a Great idea. That's like, I like those words. Yeah. How do we do that exactly? Yeah. Well, Hey, we did, did somebody say we were going to do that? <laughs> oh, I, oh, I definitely said we were going to do that. <laughs> <laughs> but I think we, you know, we, we did a lot of talking about it and reviews yes. and um, brainstorming and stuff, but the, um, we made a pretty clear decision early on that we were not going to get fancy on the control side for the redundancy because um, we're just not that cool. Um, I mean I would say because we
1: had a lot of other design (laughs) tasks to accomplish and maybe we shouldn't
0: try and take that one on but you know you can put it that way too it's cool I I just think that I don't think there's anything wrong with admitting like you know what that sounds really really hard and we will do something less hard oh yeah right because we were like because the other thing you could do is because there's a you could put two motors on the system right and have like the some sort of automatic kickover or like have them one motor watching the other motor and see like what goes wrong and then flip over to the backup motor and our original concept was you know what never mind all that we're <laughs> going to just stick two motors on them <laughs> we're going to run two motors all the time either motor can be capable of moving the entire effect yep um but that brought on a toll. well the first thing we bumped into there was like what do we do about load breaks yeah what do we do about brakes right because we're like because if that brake smokes or that controller goes down and we lock up a load brake done yeah like well that's not gonna be good looking because we can't we can't really (laughs) undersize the load brake with a straight face (laughs) (laughs) right um and so we had actually years ago we had looked at these brakes from rowland um that are purely mechanical they are so wacky and crazy, <laughs> yeah. So it's like a a sprag clutch with a, a brake on it. So you get free flow in or you know free spin in one direction. Yeah, you're up. The up, not the down. <laughs> yeah, don't don't put them in backwards. <laughs> <laughs> but free free wheel <laughs> up, and then coming down you. The clutch engages and drives through a brake, so it's it almost acts like a counterbalance, if you will, right? Like, and you can set the tension of that brake with some, with a giant spanner wrench, big (laughs) wrench, (laughs) big big wrench. Yes, um, and they're like that will be dope, and and they ended up being pretty dope. Oh my gosh, they are awesome. Yeah, they are just whack and expensive, and take forever to get. But on this project, that actually was okay. We yeah. We had, some time. we had some time. We yeah. bought them very, very early in the design phase, like as soon as we possibly could. <laughs> and they came in just in the nick of just time. Just in the nick of time. <laughs> We're like, wow, we ordered those when? Yeah. Whew. Ten weeks or something. Yeah. Um, to get them. But man, so cool. So cool. Right? Like no, yeah, there's no break timing. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. It get ri- got rid of all of the fuss about. Yep lifting because you yep. just sat on the brake yeah and so you could have used like the i mean we didn't use a crappy drive but you could use like the crappiest like Dayton drive in the world or something right and <laughs> have it like pulse for life <laughs> <laughs> and light that thing on fire and it's not coming down <laughs> or let it light itself on fire whatever um yeah and it's just not coming down which was pretty cool um so i thought that was neat there some other some what are some other things that we changed from our, cause I'm calling it kind of like floor plot floor pocket plus plus. Yeah. Well, right. so we like, I mean, conceptually we conceptually a floor pocket.
1: Yeah. Though. I mean, conceptually it's a floor pocket cause it's a platform and it goes up and down on a mast, but that is like, that's kind about, where it, about where it ends. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like we, instead of, um, we actually got away from the mantra's mast and went to, uh, went to a water jet, aluminum frame
0: um yeah and that was pretty great because we've had some trouble in the past with the mod trust just it's a great product don't get me wrong but it's not um it's not always completely square the holes lining up the holes and brackets and stuff and yeah there are some challenges but but then as we were talking through i mean that
1: was one piece to it but then we were also trying to figure out like on the floor pocket one i I think one of our challenges like how do we guard the how do we guard the the uh, drivetrain,
0: the uh, yeah, the rack, yeah, the rack,
1: that. and and when we had done a chain lift before with the ModTrust too, we ran into like how do we guard the chain, you know, like yeah. how do we successfully do it, and um and in the end we kind of came around to making a frame out of bolted captured bolted aluminum.
0: Yeah, and it did wildly good things for the alignment. Oh my like gosh, it made all of the alignment of the linear rails and. Um, all the other componentry, like switches and sensors and just bearings, et cetera. Like all of that alignment was just not a problem. No. Yeah. And
1: it, I mean, it really kind of just went together
0: very quickly. Um, And this is all, this is Harry's Harry Beauregard's design work on it. And he kind of knocked it out of the park. Like it was really slickly done. Yeah.
1: And we didn't give up, right? We used some mantras on the bottom.
0: Oh yeah. (laughs) Oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. we're not animals, I mean, <laughs> we're still gonna,
1: yeah, yeah. We're still, we're gonna use all the things where we can, um, and uh, yeah. So I mean, and it was just such a, yeah, it was it's such a cool design, and and really, like all the pieces went together. Chain though, not
0: chain drive. Chain drive, yeah,
1: yeah. So the motors aren't in the platform, right? Because we and have motors, two, right? Because there's two of them, yeah. Because they got <laughs> to be redundant. Two
0: seven and a half horsepower. Two seven and a half. Mo- Motors, right? Cause yeah. if one goes out, the other one has to be capable of back driving its pal, like cut it, mm-hmm. <laughs> carry his buddy through the rice paddies and Nam, yeah. and then <laughs> also back drive through the through the brake, the, the, both the brakes,
1: yeah, the both categories right? Right. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, and so uh, so it was not shy on the horsepower, right? Um, but we we picked it up with some with double sixty, something like that. Yeah, I think that's right. Chain on there, and so we have a chain loop running up through and it's kind of hidden
0: behind and cat in um maybe triple maybe i don't i don't yeah. know i was like triple four it was i don't know harry harry should be here to def- not defend but to uh, explain that but <laughs> he ended up going very kind of small was, pitch mini strands yeah um to try and reduce the chordal action of the chain i quote
1: anyway we were uh
0: which it did it moved very smoothly it moved
1: really smoothly, yeah, without a question. Like you know, and and it was also pretty awesome. The the tower we could unbolt the tower, like take the chain off, and so the platform stayed on the heavy rail and it landed down on the base. And so, yeah. like, much like the floor pocket, you didn't have to disassemble the whole thing.
0: Right. You have um, this kind of like, yeah, genie sized, yeah, base portion and then an extension mast. <laughs> it's a little wow. bigger than genie. I mean, like, Gen- Genie makes a wide variety of products, Mike.
1: It's a it's a pretty tall Genie with its outriggers in. Um, but uh, have you ever
0: seen like the Condor Genie?
1: <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, it it worked really cool, and yeah. we added a whole bunch of we we made a bunch of changes. You know, things that we had learned from the floor pocket, things that we learned from that Fifth Ave.
0: The Fifth Ave, yeah yeah, 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 the Mama Mia lift, yeah, the
1: Mama Mia lift. You know, we kind of incorporated those into this and, and new ideas into this design. And it really worked well. Like it really did casters are integrated. Yeah. Fork pockets integrated. It's, you know, and, and the thing drives up and down super smooth. Yeah. Pretty easy to put in. Yeah. You know, um, yeah. I mean, all just all in all, it was pretty, pretty
0: awesome. It was really great. The only thing that really didn't work at all was the, original brilliant idea of we'll just drive both motors at the same time every time. I
1: don't know why you don't think that's going to work here. Like that is (laughs) such a great idea. I did think that. I mean, I thought it was going to work too. I was like, wow, this sounds perfect. Like (laughs) no problem here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I I mean, we'll try to test it once, I guess, just to satisfy everyone, but I would just ship it. Yeah. I mean, it's ready. No, that didn't, that did not work. It was was terrible.
2: (laughs) It was really tough. (laughs)
1: i was i was up in the shop yeah and uh <laughs> i was up in the shop for a couple days to i think to help out i don't really remember what i was there for now that i'm thinking back to it
0: yeah you're shaking I your head like it wasn't yeah, there for that i can't say that word but the oh <laughs> i'll edit that out but the um, <laughs> um, i'm blushing <laughs> uh the uh yeah but you were up, I was there, to, up there for something yeah. and and then and then it became apparent well because the the chronology i think was like jess and steve were beating on the drive parameters for a day and not having super great success and i was like let me take a look at this oh like, yeah that's right and then i beat on it for another day and i'm like I was not optimistic. Like they got through it their day and they're like, well, it's getting better. It's getting better. I think we're going to get there. I'd get on it for a day. And I'm like, this is, this is on fire. Like this is never going <laughs> to, I don't think this is going to work because, um, I mean, there's something about, <laughs> I have a little longer view. Right. And like, I've been in the weeds <laughs> a few more times and not to sound cocky, but if I've Hit something that hard for a good 10 12 hours and have no nothing progress, to show for it. I'm like, I this is I, I'm in trouble, like, I <laughs> I don't have a whole lot of other moves, like, I, so I'm, I'm, I'm about tapped out. And then you were like, Hey, do you need somebody to stay? I'm like, it, I'm like, I don't need it, but if you could, <laughs> that would be yeah. really great to have and, one more set of eyes and brains on this. And, and then we beat on it <laughs> for like another. Half day, three quarters day, was, at least. It was a, I think, a whole day, a whole other whole day, yeah. And these were also very long days, so <laughs> yeah.
1: <laughs> and maybe it song. wasn't a whole day, but but it was probably pretty close. And and we got, we got nowhere. I no. mean, we we started getting somewhere
0: at the near the end of the day, I think. Well, I, I mean, I think it seemed to me that the best we got was that about sixty percent of the time it would work, right. Right, but we couldn't guarantee when that 60% was, was going to be. be. And cow. then the other times you would run the queue. Oh, and sometimes it would just be horrendous, right? The, the two motors would get out of phase with one another and, and it they would just, just like oh, shake the thing to pieces. Fight. And then fight. sometimes it would like run beautifully until the end and then shoot 18 inches past yeah. its mark. And that, was like... and that was the probably the most terrifying yeah. thing <laughs> I had ever <laughs> been a part of. When you're like, that looks good, that looks good. Oh my oh, God. God, <laughs> oh, my <laughs> God. oh my God. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> You can't hit the e-stop fast enough. No. You know, it's like oh, it was brutally yeah. bad. Um and,
1: and I think I think right around in that area, in that like in that in that sine wave of like good to bad, good to bad, good to bad, we were sitting next to the other lift, and all of a sudden there was just smoke.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, that's right. There was like that thing is literally on fire. <laughs> like literally- that is actually on fire, and we're, like,
1: and we're like, no, 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 it's cool. No, it's like, uh, not, I think you might need a fire extinguisher. It's not cool. I the, think it was we, your quote that, right there. <laughs> Do you need a fire extinguisher? No, no, we got it. It um, I it doesn't seem that way. I
0: don't think you got it. That's I when don't.
1: I got on the phone and called home, and I was like, hey, so uh, I don't
0: think I'm going to be coming yeah, home. Yeah, they literally are putting out. I mean, like not not figurative fires. Like <laughs> we are putting out fires here. <laughs> oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I'd forgotten that. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, forgotten, blocked out. Yeah, sure. Whatever. <laughs> Drank it away. But the- <laughs> yeah. So, but we finally got around. We finally got through. So, I mean, just to like come back to this, we were trying a. Re- <laughs> That's
0: my dog growling, holding the soccer.
1: Yeah, play with me, play with me. Um, we'd started out this with so we had two motors connected to a single drive shaft. Yes inline and then we were you know the theory was that we we're going to just drive these together and each one had its own encoder on the motor side because it was essentially direct drive right through a hollow gearbox and that seemed like such a good path right like yeah seemed really cool
0: um but boy i tell you those two drives if they got Cause we were specifically not grouping these things together. Right. Cause the point yeah, is not group like motion. A gr- the, the point of group motion is if one thing stops, the other thing stops. And we specifically want the, the other the behavior, <laughs> like one thing stops, the other one keeps going. Um, and so we, they would just be cued the same, have the same trajectory, tune the same, blah, 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 blah. And then just hit it and go. Um, But clearly, like, if one was slightly ahead of the other, the other would try to... It was getting dragged forward, and it would start to pull back. Pull back, and And, then, yeah, and then just
1: shit went sideways. Bad,
0: bad, 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 bad. And we tried all sorts of... uh, We tried torque mode, right? like to get them to fall... I mean, the... the, the, I mean... uh, uh, at some level, I'd appreciate anyone else's stories, and at another level, I kind of don't want to hear it. Like <laughs> the, the number of things that we tried, and we're not, uh, I mean, we're not as dumb as I look, but they, like, <laughs> it, it, it spiraled downward into despair pretty quickly. About like, I don't think this is going to happen. I don't think this is going to happen this way. Um, not and not total despair because like the machines worked great. And yeah, running a motor at a time worked great. Yeah, it just like drove right through. Yeah, didn't yeah. matter. Yep. Yeah. Um, But it was a hard phone call to make to the client. Like, hey, so you know how I promised you this thing? It is going to be not quite like that. We are going to have to, if one faults, you will have to reload the queue with the backup system and execute again. And so there will be a slight pause, and we can probably get that down to a second or so. but it is going to be noticeable. Like, you, you know, it'll be like, that the thing didn't, you know, it was, the, the concept was, you know, light a motor on fire. It's uh, just gonna keep going. And it's just gonna keep going. You will not notice it. And it's mm-hmm. like that, that we can't, unfortunately, really achieve. We thought we could, we promised that we could. And I, I gotta admit defeat and tell you we can't. Because what we can do is do a thing that where, if there is not a failure, this thing will look gorgeous. And if there is a failure, there will be a slight delay, and then it'll look gorgeous again. Yeah. And the alternative right now is, it, I got a crapshoot about it might look incredibly bad, or it might be okay. Right, <laughs> But yeah. it doesn't and look gorgeous, even at its best. No,
1: <laughs> no, I mean, yeah. We yeah. went from vector control, to essentials vector, to volts hertz to like somebody's magic backdoor. <laughs> thing i don't know Emission jimmy's BG's. control mode yeah. mode yeah yeah special sauce and, yeah and then oh. we ended up on uh, what did we
0: end up on again advanced flux mode
1: yeah oh my goodness and these are all like in a mission bga 800s yeah
0: yeah
1: yeah and running
0: in not terribly smart mode
1: yeah but you know more and often more and more often is coming around to that works really well that works extraordinarily well
0: and why the fuck are we doing it the other way <laughs> like, <laughs> Yeah, and the other thing we noticed is that we greatly reduced our current draw. Holy cow! Yeah, mode versus uh, yeah, uh, full vector mode. Jeez, it was uh, it was a that was a tense few days. That was
1: (laughs) (laughs) tense couple days, and yeah, I think I think uh, I think on that one when I drew, I had rented a car to go to and from the train station. I was like. I think I'm just going to go drop the car off and I'm going to cancel my train ticket on the way back. because that pay give me a ride? He's like, so how many times have you changed your train ticket? Lost count. Yeah. Just like, or is it how many times you train change your travel plans? I was like, I can't even answer that question. Like, yeah. I, don't, I don't know. I don't. Yeah. Yeah. How many Oof. times have I traveled? <laughs> you take that. Minus
0: two. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Anyway, we also had some awesome sunroofs. We did. And, uh, so Steve Nath, uh, led the charge on the sunroofs. Um, and he's designed several for us and this was a great evolution of previous design work. And then we're yeah. really kind of honing it on a pretty sweet sunroof design. We've been doing it now for, for years. Um, and we changed it a little bit each time, but we've, where we've gotten to is this you know, two part sunroof that I'm sure we've talked about before with a, opposing wedges essentially. Um, but they, the, it's a wedge and roller scenario. Um, and this was slight, some tweaks to that. Uh, yeah. but otherwise it was pretty much the same. Um, the, and it worked, worked well. The, the only hiccup there was just that the, although we had, we'd originally spec those Roland brakes for both effects, both the lift and the sunroof. But then at some point during the design phase, uh, there was some talk about like eh, I don't know, man. Maybe these rolling brakes aren't going to be all that it's cracked up to be. Why are we even using them on the sunroof? Blah blah blah. Let's just throw some KEB load brakes on there, and we will just drive through them. And uh and there was some uh, just a minor bout bout of discussion about is that going to be ridiculously loud? Because that sounds terrible when we drive through load brakes on hoists. And it was like, no, I don't think it's going to be that bad. It's like. Okay, well, I guess we'll just find out, right? And we, we ordered both, right? Because we were just like, well, luckily on this job, we had the budget. So we are like, we'll get the Rowland brakes, we'll get the KEB brakes, and we'll see what happens. Oh, because there was also one time early on where the, the thought was to just back drive, like, undersize the motor brakes. And drive through. And drive through.
1: Yeah, and this was all because we needed this redundancy, this, you know, one phase. Two fails. Motors, yeah, yeah, two
0: motors are driving this sunroof. Yeah, two motors on one sunroof. Yeah. And uh, so, like, we wouldn't always drive through both brakes, but it was like if one brake fails, oops, what are we doing? What are we doing? And uh, that didn't work at all, uh, which isn't terribly surprising. But it was easy enough to test, and uh, it's like, yep, that's that's awful. Um, hard to, really hard to back drive through the gearbox and the brake. Um, so then the idea was we'll put load side uh, brakes on there and back drive through them, and we, <laughs> and there was there were words said about there was always a plan to take out the KEB brakes and put in the Rowland brakes. Um, and we put the KEB brakes in, ran it. It was terrible. Um, and we're like, that's, that can't do that. That's not going to work. Um, and that's when we discovered like, there was not really so much of a plan as a guideline, (laughs) a concept of how we're going to get the Rowland brakes in. Um, which there ended up being enough room and stuff, but it was, uh, there was a little bit of a mad dash there to like redesign some brake mounts and remachine some parts. And, uh, yeah, but it happened fast. It happened and it, very fast and it worked well. And, and it was, it also helps
1: clean up, I think some other piece of the, yeah, there was something that shaft or something. Yes, there yeah. was.
0: There, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and, and so we ended up remaking those drive shafts, remaking those brake mounts and Pushing the Rowlands in. Yeah. And then those work great. So, yeah. I mean, they're super. Again, yeah. Like, what a cool brake. Those brakes are pretty sweet. Yeah. But I would not recommend planning to drive through the KEB brakes. They sound as bad as you imagine they would. <laughs> if you've ever heard it scrub through a hoist, it sounds kind of the same. Yeah. Um. I mean, you could try it at home just by unplugging the.
1: Motor side brake on yeah.
0: your own. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, just, yep, just, exactly. Just a- remove those wires and run a queue. That's what it sounds like. Yeah. Um, but that minor, I mean, those two things yeah. aside, you know, I mean, it's, like, it's a part of the fun of talking about these jobs after they go out is like, you, you know, it, like who does custom work? and doesn't have like, Boof, that didn't work out. Yeah, I mean they're liars if they don't. <laughs> <so. laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but in the end, you know, everything, we got everything, everything working nice. It's uh, work went out, installed like a champ, and uh, yeah, working I mean, like a champ, and and all the other redundancy things actually worked it brilliantly. Like because all those limit signals and stuff have to be propagated from one sensor right. to multiple drives. Yeah. and uh, all this other, all this other fancy. Electrical thing, which well, that was the thing that caught on fire that night. <laughs> I mean, I you know, I could laugh about it right now.
1: It was <laughs> it was less funny at the time. It was
0: less funny uh, a couple months ago. <clears throat> uh, yeah. yeah. That's why we had to wait five months. Um, <laughs> <laughs> just wait for the scars to be just, just until it's funny again.
1: <laughs> so theater Calgary, Mike. Oh my goodness. Our our Canadian friends. Yeah. Yeah, they Calgary Well, it's uh, beautiful this time of year. I, yeah, we should ask Cody. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so they reached out to us, they were redoing their, uh, Christmas carol and they, they came out to us and said, uh, you know, we got these, we we want to have these periactoids, four of them track on stage. So, you know, track and spin. Yeah. And they were tall. 22 foot or something, you know, the houses or whatever they were so originally supposed to be. They were like, yeah, a couple hundred pounds, you know, we're like, Oh, that's cool. Yeah. Sweet. That's All awesome. right. This sounds like some light scenery. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, I don't know, a couple of push stick minis and yeah, we'll come up with some crazy, you know, rotating plan. And yeah. Yeah. It sounds good. Um, and then, <laughs> and then some time passed <laughs> and then <laughs> And then okay. some more time passed <laughs> and we're like, Oh yeah, this job, we should really, really got to start thinking about this job. <laughs> and, um, and then we kind of got some more specs from them and the design had changed a little bit, the scenic design. So now these weren't so much peri but like full blown scenic units, dimensional
0: scenery, dimensional
1: yeah. scenery that had to, you know, turn around, track, turn around. And we're like, how much do you think this weighs? It's like, I don't know, like 1500 pounds ish it's like i was like wow that's that's different
0: oh that's a little bit more i'm like i have an art degree i'm not that good with math but that i think that's more
1: i think maybe from what we originally thought it all was right yeah and then then um but so we were like okay well maybe we can still make this work how do we make this work cody uh cody and i started really digging into like what was going on with the with the with the parts and what we ultimately came around to call sky turtle. I love that sky name, Sky turtle, sky turtle. Um,
0: and, um, cause we'd done sky dog earlier in yeah. the summer. Oh uh, yeah.
1: I mean, it was, yeah. Sky dog, sky turtle. Yeah. Next one. Who knows? Who yeah. knows? World is a roaster. Sky hoopo. <laughs> <laughs> sky unicorn. <laughs> um, uh, so, so then as we started talking a little bit more about this, like the weight started creeping up a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. It was like, oh, oh, so this is like a 2,000 pound unit. Yeah. That's going like to be a big piece of scenery. Hanging from this. Yeah. And we were going through some design reviews and design, design parts of the, the Sky Turtle. And, um, and we, you know, we were like, originally we were like, oh yeah, it's just some like, just some track, any track. doesn't really matter. Like whatever track. We're like, hmm, 2,000 pounds. I yeah. think, I think we're going to need to use some, some like heavy track, right? Like oh, some cargo track, some cargo track, like right. maybe not cargo XL, like, cause maybe we need two and right. Maybe it's cargo yeah, medium. Maybe or, some, yeah. Like, yeah. How can we do it? And, and in the end we landed on, um, Unibeam. Yeah. Unibeam, good old Tripoli. E. Good old Tripoli. E, Unibeam with some of the fancy heavy duty senior carriers. So like eight of them per Sky Turtle. Yeah. Just to spread out that load. Just to spread that load out, and um, and then we, uh, you know, we were talking through as Cody and I and were dual tracks, dual right? tracks for each one of these, right? Right. The,
0: by the time they get to be that big and that dimensional, like go, one track originally, no blame one no. track, and you're yeah. That's like, ah, not gonna, yeah. Tippy Tippy yeah.
1: McTipperson and yeah, sadness will ensue. Um, But as Cody and I were starting to kind of talk through the design and what we were doing on this, it became really apparent that with the rest of the gigs that were going on, we were tapped in the shop. Like fab tapped, everything tapped. And so it was like, we were tapped. Like, okay, so we're going to have to do this out of like, out of as many pieces that we can buy off the shelf as we can. Right. Like, what can we buy off the shelf? So uh, talking through Sky Turtle was like, well, now this would be a great place for to use some mantras. Right, for instance, to make a nice frame that's stout, right? We can hang our rotator from, um. And so we ended up doing a six by six, uh, six by six mattress pieces, aluminum, that were then <laughs> laminated, laminated to like a five eighths plate, five yeah. eighths aluminum plate. Yeah. So this is like a two foot by two and a half foot by I don't know, like four foot, yeah, chunk is big, yeah. Um. And then, and then we were like, well, how are we going to actually make the thing spin? Right? Like, here we got this nice carriage and we're going to drive it. We're still going to drive it with a push stick mini. Sure. Yeah. Sure. 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 It's going to be a great. Do that for now. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. You can say that. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, and so we were like, well, what are we going to do about about making this thing spin around now? Because, like, this is a pretty serious torque. We're going to need some power. It's like we're really right. calculating, like, a 2,000-pound capacity right? hanging off this. Um, and we had started it down the line of a slew bearing with a pinion drive. And we we're like, ah, then this is getting into, like, we're making a bunch of stuff. And we got right, a, a bunch lot of alignment, a and- lot yeah. of machining, a lot of stuff. And, and as I said a few minutes ago, we were already tapped out on all, right. all of our... All of our, all of our staffing.
0: We were already at this point in the summer, we were already subbing as much machining work out to other machine shops as we possibly could. And then some, yeah. I mean, it
1: was like, yeah. we're like, all right, you can build those. Right. So we're going to get somebody else to build the other four. Cause you said you can only build four and we need eight. Right.
0: <clears throat> yeah. And just stuff. And, I mean, and our machines were running all day yeah. every day. <laughs> that was crazy. Yeah.
1: Um, and so, uh, so then we came around, I think with the help of Ed, Ed Weingart a little bit yeah. on, oh, yeah. um, digging, yeah. digging into, you know, digging into a slew bearing and he got us and found, found a slew drive. Right. Um, and which rather than
0: opinions, actually, it's a worm gear. It's a worm gear. And so all th- all and in, in one, one casing. Yeah. And so it's like you buy the chunk and stick a motor in it. Yeah. And it's, that chunk is like 200 pounds. Yeah. And. <laughs> oh, I, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember the note of like, if. The- a. <laughs> just pop that thing out of the box and uh check the fit on this we're like when you say hey, pop it out of the box uh we're gonna ring a point yeah of course <laughs> i mean that's why we have a that's why we have a that's why we have a trolley come on
1: um but but so the slew drive and then uh and then we can stuff a motor right in the end of it i mean it's just got it's got that one i don't there's think there's a spline drive spline drive yeah 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 um and so we had to we had to, we only ended up having to make two parts, yeah, in order to couple Alexium <laughs> <a> thirty two. <laughs> you don't say. I do say. <laughs> um, uh, and it's a little gearbox. Um, so it's the cutest, wackiest, tiniest little servo driving this two thousand pound load around. It is. Yeah. It is awesome. It's pretty fantastic. Um, but yeah, so we we made a little adapter plate for the gearbox to the to the slew drive. And then we ended up having to buy spline shaft that we had the spline on one end and we turned down the other side to fit into the gearbox. Right.
0: And coupled it on there
1: and coupled yeah. it on there. And we, I mean, literally just bolted it in. Yeah. It was awesome. It was awesome. very slick. Yeah. <clears throat> um, and, um, and so we did all that and, and we got, you know, we had parts like flying around and, you know, we had this, uh, the, Realized that the slew drive had been designed by us to be upside down. Oh, right. And which just shits
0: grease all over the I place. I mean,
1: yeah, it would have been fine except for the mess. And, um, <laughs> and like none of us caught it because there was nowhere in the documentation from the manufacturer that said don't do it. Right. And it's like its orientation is all. We just think that that's how you're going to mount it and then we somebody maybe ed called the manufacturer or maybe it was cody i don't remember who they were like oh i mean you could do that but it's gonna be a
0: mess it's gonna be really (laughs)
1: messy underneath it
0: (laughs) i like sealed in that direction yeah
1: and um and so that took us like another couple of days to like redesign that part but really what that came around to was some giant blocks of aluminum and like a 3 quarter inch aluminum plate that we kind of underhung underneath this much structure of big <laughs> aluminum yeah <laughs> Um but in the end we got all this through the design process water jet part you know water jet cut all the parts yeah everything fit together yeah everything bolted together we you know it was a lot of bolts and a lot of big bolts and we used them 7 eighths. <laughs> yeah 7 eighths <laughs> bolts for some of the parts um nothing was small on it and um and we got a slip ring in the middle passing DMX and and power and right? power yeah um we
0: all orbics it was orbics yeah, yeah
1: it was the same model that we use in the practical yeah the same family yeah yeah, so yeah. bigger a bigger stock piece but it was like that one that seemed to go well if I, it went extraordinarily well yeah like yeah. i don't i was shocked yeah <laughs> and i was the one who thought it was gonna work you know it was like oh yeah it's gonna be fine <laughs> <gasps> um and uh and then uh yeah and then when we test oh and so our sky turtle we've got power to it, right? So we've got actually network, e-stop, 220 volt power, plus we've got data for, we got DMX, we got uh, just 120 volt power to go through the slip ring. So we needed a festoon. And for a long time listeners, you might know how successful we've been in the past <laughs> with our festoon projects. <laughs> um, and uh, and this one, we because we had curtain track there, we had that triple E track, we just bought some carriers. Um, Either Matt or Cody came up with finding the parts from Conductix that was just the the festoon carrier. Yeah, just the bottom part. So like we busted out some pieces off of the carrier, we took this part and just bolted it right on and then voila, we yeah. have festoon carriers. And it worked nice. It worked like shockingly well. <laughs> um and uh yeah. And so, and then we test it with a two thousand pound chunk of concrete that I ratchet strapped to the the mafia blocks. Those have come in so handy. Oh my god, they're awesome! And it makes me, it makes me, it warms my warms my heart that I ratchet strapped it. To a Piece <laughs> of mantras. I think it's fabulous. It didn't
0: even dawn on me that that would be weird. <laughs> <laughs> that's how that's how ghetto I am. Like, I yeah, think, Chris. What else would you do? I don't think it was weird. I, I thought that. it was
1: the right path. Yeah. There were others in the shop who gave me the, gave me the raised eyebrow.
0: When we get to, in a future episode, when we talk about bringing the HPU down the basement, I'll have to relay that story to you because there was a lot of that. <coughs> um,
1: But yeah, so, I mean, it, you know, in the end it came around, it was, it was, we, we certainly came across some hurdles and challenges just to get through the design and then the assembly and the testing in the shop. Um, but like, but it actually seemed to go pretty well. And, and as we record this, Cody is in, in Calgary, in Calgary right now, helping them get set up. Yeah. Which is do great. a little tech out of these four units, which is yeah. super awesome. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, we, we drove these things around with Bush stick minis, right? Which have a 400 watt servo. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Um, and, uh, Yeah, and like a, I mean, we have a rated pull capacity of 90 pounds.
0: Right. What was that? I don't know if you actually tested this, but what was the line pull required to move that thing? I don't know. Okay. We never tested. Yeah. I could do it by yourself, right? Yeah. You push it.
1: I could push it. I could pull it by myself. It was, it was heavy. Yeah. But it wasn't outrageous. Yeah. Um, You know, looking at like, looking at the, looking at the, at the draw through, uh, through the, so move through, uh, this was, um, oh no, this was Mitsubishi, right? Yeah. Um, you know, we were never, we were never dramatically over. We were about 150% peak.
0: Yeah. 150%, not 150% of peak, but 150%. At peak, you were 150% of, uh, yeah. Continuous duty, yeah, which is not bad for. Sorry.
1: No, I mean it got warm. Mm. You don't say. <laughs> I had to change my testing tactic. <laughs> Stop touching it. <laughs> <laughs> don't touch it. Don't touch it. Don't touch it. We had some other challenges. We we you know we unearthed the, uh, unearthed a weak spot in the in the mini in there. Right. Um. What was that? Uh, but but we did that we we got past that and it made some changes to the to the mini design now um we also changed the belt um the belt pulley sizing to kind of to Do give us more
0: torque and give ourselves little a little more
1: speed. yeah a little more torque a little less speed so now it's a 24 inch a second yeah machine um and sky turtle spins us around at a at like a Blood pressure raising fucking heartburn inducing twenty-four degrees a second. <laughs> yeah, and that's, that's moving. Yeah, and and that is we we capped it. Right. That was like forty percent. Oof. Yeah. Yeah. Christian was egging me on to go faster. Like, no way, man. <laughs> Drive it like you still at Mike. <laughs> yeah. Um so that was pretty cool. And then we also did um we uh, so also the new stuff that we did, we did this big spotlight rig for a bridge. So were four spotlines and uh, a whole bunch of, a whole bunch of, or a whole bunch of rigging for up on the grid. So all and of this is going
0: to be group motion, right? All going to be
1: group motion. Yeah. And, um, we basically used, you know, again, going back to the, using the stock pieces because we could build them or had them. Um, we used a whole bunch of our stock pulleys and sheaves and stuff and, built them onto a unistrut frame. Yeah. Um, And. Which gets
0: like J bolted or something down. J bolted to the grid. Yeah.
1: Um, And that worked out really well. We laser marked the pulley plates to show how to, how to reeve them. Right. Um, Which was pretty dope looking. That was pretty sweet. And, uh, and let's see. I mean, it was a lot of unistrut. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. A lot of unistrut. But we got some special help on that. Matt project. Carter, Matt Carter joined us uh, for a few weeks, for a right. few weeks to and, and he,
0: slow at Hudson and yeah. Yeah.
1: He essentially took that portion of this project and did all the design work on that. Yeah. Um, and it was great. It yeah. was great to have him there to, to take it because it was
0: like, we were
1: kind of like all looking around at the empty space and around us and like, well, who, I don't know who's going to do that. <laughs>
0: so whenever one of ones <laughs> could do this, just get on it. Is that you? um i mean right
1: and then in the and we did all this awesome stuff all was you know anodized powder coated and Mm. all this stuff we shipped it all we packed it all up like super Mm. awesome and the stuff got delivered and the folks from calgary sent us pictures in a sad email that was like so it looks like some damage happened i don't know what the fuck they did but i think they just like threw like a box on top of the pallet something broke they fucking crushed a spotlight box yeah um yes a little bit of a bummer but in the end it looks like nothing was really damaged there's cosmetic damage but yeah you know it's just like that's not a really awesome so then so so then our second shipment was sky turtle and and the track and everything and so that we we crated the shit out of right um and that made it with no problems yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah so it was a, it's been a i mean these are just two well that's just i mean that's just one of the crazy ass projects i mean two of the crazy ass projects in there yeah of the summer <laughs> and well oh, and then i guess our i mean our last thing on the list here was this um We got uh, we had a we got a pretty big rental project in the Middle East, yeah. Whole pile of chain motors, right? Deck winches, um, lots of excitement. (laughs) Lots of excitement. (laughs) Lots of excitement. I mean, from the you know from the process, just from like getting through quoting
0: and then figuring out how to do it, and then. Well, this is hitting like right in the midst of oh my gosh, right in the midst of everything. Right, it's like Calgary was just starting up. Marriott was. Finishing up this, the floor pocket job was fully in, in full steam mode. Like, <laughs> they, were, uh, well, Marriott part one was finishing up the, of the mm-hmm. spot lines. Part two of the hydraulics, which we'll touch on next time, um, yeah. was spinning up. So we were balls to the wall. Oh, and my God. It was crazy. It, and the request came in from a cluster yeah. we worked with before and we really enjoy working with. Um, but to do this project, we're like. We can't do it. Can't do it. I'm sorry. Can't do it. And, uh, <laughs> and they, you know, God bless them. Just wouldn't take yeah. no for an answer and our sales team. Wouldn't take no for an answer yeah. either. Oh my goodness. And, um, which is good. I mean that yeah. everybody doing their job, but, uh, it was like, we can't do it. We can't do it. Can't do it. Well, what can we do? And it's like, finally it? we got to, cause it, originally we were supposed to build an awful lot of stuff for it. It's like, we cannot build. Yeah, we can't, more we can't right do it. Now. Like yeah. if we say yes, you will just be disappointed because yeah. we won't do it on time or yeah. it'll be bad or something, but we cannot do it in good conscious conscience. Um, and, uh, and so we got to the point that we would, we would just rent, you know, we'd rent this, rent the chain motors that they needed and we would rent the deck equipment that they needed. And then somebody else and would, um, deal with the rest. Yeah. Like they'd build all the deck tracks. They'd build the scenic wagons. Yeah, they do all things stuff. that are flying. Yeah. And- yeah. Mm hmm. Um, but then we, uh, young Rada, yeah. uh, <laughs> was halfway around the world, yeah, uh, and standing there with a bunch of chain motors and a pretty high pressure situation. Yeah, it was
1: pretty yeah. high pressure.
0: And everything's a little late getting there because of customs, yeah. and there's you know electrical hookup shenanigans, and <laughs> and like every if I'm if I'm reading the, the stories right, yeah. on base camp like that, like everything had to get rig, everything had to get hung and fly before it was. Tested like before, yeah. power was even run. Yep, and which is just, just Ugh. an awful backwards way of doing anything, yeah. right? It's like you want to just bump test everything on the ground where you can still get to it. Because I mean, after this stuff has traveled halfway around the world, the last thing you want is to find out that you've got one bum encoder or a broken cable or whatever. Right, right? just something that doesn't work, and now it's eighty feet in the air, and uh or whatever, twenty feet in the air. Yeah. It doesn't I mean, kind of doesn't matter. Just, just like not out in of the box, every, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. and, and of course he did, you know, had some trouble with some of the equipment, uh, at, after it all got powered up. Nothing that in normal circumstances that you would really sweat that much about. Like he had spares, he had stuff. He had also like, mostly what you need is just a little time. Like, yeah. I don't know, maybe it's just a bad cable. Maybe the motor's bad. I don't know. Like, yeah, it it's could hard be, to say. Could be anywhere from, mm-hmm. you know, it's cosmetic to tragic, but I need a minute like to, to, yeah work through it and just because of the schedule and pressure there it spun up quickly oh my goodness yeah um but like so many of the times that this happened it's kind of like watching the spaghetti pot you know like when it boils 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 and it's like that foam is just (laughs) rising to the lip of the pot and you see that dome cresting over the boiling water (laughs) and you give it a quick like it all collapses in (laughs) like we were able to kind of calm everybody down and buy yeah. Rada a few hours. And he was able to work with some people to get some yeah. time and got everything working. And yeah. Everything's like, together. <laughs> yeah. And there's like within like a 12 hour period, it, yeah. the, the whole tale had uh, the whole storyline had flipped around. Like, yeah. No, nah, everything's working now. We're, we're looking pretty good. People are happy. Cues are running, yeah. you know, yeah,
1: it's
0: like, oh, like excellent. Yeah. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah yeah there's gonna be some yeah
0: <laughs> yeah the distro coming back is gonna be <laughs> yeah because there's some shenanigans about the uh uh-huh. not having cam locks where he is and uh yeah so these he been, took a lot of photo evidence of it though which was, he did i know i, I yeah, don't know what's wrong with children, children these <laughs> days <so> don't, <laughs> don't don't do that don't, don't record what you did just, just do it <laughs> um well, yeah, but I mean But on the flip side, like a really cool project, actually very high profile, very important, good customer for us, and um just cool that I was thinking about it the other night. Like we've got people right now in California, Canada, Middle East, like we have got a lot of in Chicago, we got a lot of junk going on, all concurrently. And, you know, not to get teary eyed about it, but like even thinking back three years ago, like, I. <laughs> no. We could barely get out of Rhode Island. I mean, it was like, yeah. Yeah, it was a lot. It's a big difference. It's a big difference. It's yeah. a big difference. I mean, obviously, we've always, you know, our gear has always been all over the place, but just the kind of scale of these projects yeah. and the amount of service we're providing has uh, ratcheted up really quickly in the last. Uh, Really, like, the last year and a half, it seems like, but I don't know. Yeah. I'd, I'd probably have to, like, look at some numbers to really figure that out. <laughs> Gut-wise, that's what it feels like, you know. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty cool that it's uh, it's all going on. So. As they say, like, what's the secret to overnight success? 15 years of hard work, right? <laughs> <laughs> Just 15, <Garrett>. <laughs> <laughs> So. It's awesome. Well, did you have anything to, anything else to throw into this one
1: no i think i think that
0: about covers it for today yeah hour and 15 that's actually shorter than i thought it was going to be but wow. the, that's not bad we crammed a lot in it's there good we put a cap on it though. It's good that we yeah there is a, there is a whole other pile of I, the other I, half I, of the work from the just... summer <laughs> but uh mike wisely was like i don't think that we can get this all in one episode that that is that Correct. So, yeah, we'll uh, see you in uh, 2020. Yeah, exactly. So look, <laughs> look for the next episode coming out in March. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll hopefully get something uh, uh, out there around LDI time or something. Yeah. And uh, talk to you guys then. Thanks for everyone for listening.